Tiffany. It's Isa. And I'm also Tiffany. And this is The Last Tiffany. And this is Tit Talks, a podcast for modern women living in a mama world. Okay. Hey, everyone. It's Chuke. And you are listening to our sure-to-be-spectacular travel episode. Um, we here at TikToks, we believe that travel is a privilege that we should prioritize to broaden our knowledge and understanding of the thousands of other cultures that exist in this world. And you know, especially today, that is so important. Learn about other people, learn about other cultures. You know, this world just isn't about you right? You're, we're just a tiny speck in this whole universe. And I want to emphasize that we're so aware that travel is a privilege. You know, I will see on Instagram, all these fabulous looking people, shiny, beautiful people, you know, travel the world, oh, you know, so easy, just do it. And it's like, it's not that easy, right? You need to have some money, you need to have time off, time off work to do that. So um, just, I, especially in light of COVID and the circumstances that are kind of hindering our ability to travel. Um, we, we absolutely appreciate that travel is a privilege. Um, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Nicole Kim Fisher and she's been our uh, good friend and sorority sister for 17 years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, long time. Too long. <laughs> she's, she's the absolute best. Um, she is an attorney, an estate attorney, and also a world famous Instagram You totally get to enjoy everything she has to say, all of her stories and advice. Um, Nicole, I will let you take it away. Please tell us about yourself. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, well, first, I just want to say I am so honored um, that you guys asked me to be on your podcast. So We're thank you so here. much. It was a no-brainer. You're the honored ones. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. And I'm so proud of you guys. I love listening to the show. And any, anyway, I'm just super flattered um, that you guys would have me on here for this particular episode. Um and that anyone would even think Enjoy. our life. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think anyone would think our life was that interesting to feature on a podcast, but I'm still um, flattered nonetheless. And it's really nice to just have the opportunity to talk about travel with you, ladies. Um, let's see, my background. Yeah, I met, well, first I met Chuk and Tilo when I came to UCLA. I, my first year and a half of college, I spent at Columbia, and then I transferred to UCLA. Um, and then we... We'll join the same sorority. Well, Tilo and I were in the same pledge class, um, and she was in the class before us. And then I met Issa and Tita later. Or do you guys say Tita now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Um, yeah, so now, you know, I'm married. I have two girls. They are seven and nine, Ashley and Kelly. They, um, I love them dearly. Um, and I am a Basically, I always say I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom, part-time attorney. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then I think as everybody knows, we just, our main, our big thing is that we do love to travel. So whenever we get the chance, we, we try to travel and we take the kids everywhere. And that's kind of our life. <laughs> yeah, you guys are doing, I mean, obviously pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. You guys were doing the most and it was so inspirational. <laughs> yeah. And that's, right. I mean, even like with COVID, it's, 
like it's just like brought into perspective for us we're so fortunate and we always you know thank you know the our lucky stars that we were able to travel so much um before covid and obviously we're looking forward to getting back out there but um as as Chuk said in the beginning travel is just definitely a privilege so we just feel fortunate that we were able to travel so much and um and yeah we'll get back out there and honestly when it, like in the middle of COVID, I mean, we're still in the middle of it. So for sure, so, I don't know what I'm saying. So I was thinking like, are, are Nicole and Fish going to be okay? Like, this <laughs> probably, you guys are going to be in Spain right now. Like, but yeah. in the length, like since March, you guys probably would have taken like a, at least a couple fabulous yeah. trips. Um, yeah, what did you end up having? We had, we had to cancel. So right, like, it was like really dicey and we definitely, for spring break, that was sort of when it was all went down. So our last international trip we took was in February and that was just to, to Mexico. We went to Chichen Itza and Cancun and Tulum. And then for spring break, we had planned, as you said, a really fabulous trip to Singapore, Bali, and Japan. Um, so we had to cancel, you know, everything. Fortunately, we got all of our money back, like didn't have to pay anything, the airline, everything, but it was a bummer because we had it all planned out. Um, and then this summer, we were supposed to go to Machu Picchu. Um, I mean, we didn't have like anything, but after, after the spring break, you know, cancellations, we're like, we're not going to book anything. Um, we kept trying to come up with these backup plans, but as COVID kept getting worse and worse, it was like, oh yeah, we're not going anywhere. And that's okay, honestly. I mean, as you said, we're so fortunate um, when we think about, oh, we haven't traveled in six months it's really not that long and it's not you know so we're we're not gonna we're not complaining um we're happy to stay at home were you um was this because just because I don't know I'm curious was this a passion mm -hmm. that John also had in the background like did you guys start dating you know that one party yeah. where you were making out and you're like <laughs> I love travel I love travel <laughs> some travel with my family um not a ton of international trips but certainly lots of family vacations and some international trips and then um yeah it was just definitely one of those things that we were both pretty passionate about um you know as our relationship progressed talking about you know just being excited for all the places that we wanted to go um so yeah i mean our honeymoon we like we planned it out it was like one of those whirlwind like three week which as you said you have to have all the vacation time to take that off so we you know we definitely like saved up um and then we went to we did athens santorini rome venice and paris so it was i was like a big like first trip that we did together and actually well tilo you and i and dave and um fish went to hawaii yeah. um and that was a super fun trip. I mean, I'm, I so miss going to Hawaii. Uh, um, Me too. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, I mean, and then having kids. I mean, we, I mean, yeah. Would we have liked some, a little bit, a couple more years probably to travel by ourselves? Sure. But it really didn't stop us. Um, I'm like, my clock's ticking. And I'm like, <laughs> like we're going to start having kids. And then we're going to keep traveling. Like, I don't care. So, we have, we didn't let that stop us. I think Ashley's first trip international was when she was 15 months old. Technically, Kelly was there too because she was in utero. So we took her, yeah, to like Switzerland and Germany. Um, and it was a great trip. So they have been lots of places and they're super good travelers. You know, they know the, do the deal on the plane and they know what to do. And um, people always worry about traveling with kids, but just the more you do it and the more they get comfortable with, like kids are so adaptable. So, and I really don't, I'm not one of those parents that looks at, 
like a kid who's crying on the plane, I'm just like, whatever, you want to take them, great. Um, um, yeah. I'm going to interrupt now just uh, to be super clear for our listeners who may not know Nicole as well as we do, but uh, Nicole's account is called Beach Seeker, so B-E-A-C-H-S-E-A-K-E-R-S. And she has so many followers. And this was, this was sort of like an organically grown account, if that, if my understanding is correct, right? Yeah. So our Instagram account, Beach Seekers, like fun little play on words, and also just Beach Seekers. The normal way was taken. Um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we. That was like so. Like travel and photography is just something that John and I both share, you know, passion for, and so it just kind of. Um, kind of went hand in hand. I always have these crazy ideas of businesses to start and this and that. And so like, this is the, the only one that was pretty doable for me to do on my own um, that he supported because he does like taking photos. Um, now we both, he was more the photographer before the account, but I would say now, like, I think I do more of the photography, especially because phones make it so easy. Like, um, and just like coming in with the, the ideas for the photos or, or whatever it is, but he certainly enjoys it. He's happy to do whatever I ask. Um, kids, you know, know they need to take your, their photos. Your girls are so <laughs> compliant. They are yes, so compliant. They're, they're good. Yeah, they definitely know what needs to be done um, for the account, uh, but we still have fun with it. I would not do the account if we didn't have fun with it. Yeah. So it just kind of was like a natural fit um, to do travel inspiration photos and just showcase, you know, where we've been. Um, so yeah, we grew that account. Can you tell us the, the inspiration? I'm, I'm reading the notes. Oh, yes. Sorry. I, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Yes. <laughs> there was a time in our life, so before the account, yeah, I um, I was obsessed. I still am with, I don't know if you guys know, the Bucket List family. Yeah, I mean, totally. They're, they're amazing. I just, I love their story and their personalities. And so I would, I would, this is before we had our own, you know, business Instagram account. And I spent a lot of time on personal Instagram, Facebook, or just at the time, I guess. Um, so that I would cut, I mean, I would tell John, like, after work, like, things that the Bucket List family was doing, and oh my gosh, they went here, and look what they're doing with their kids, and, and, uh, I mean, he enjoyed seeing the photos and listening, but then on the other hand, I think it started to get too much for him, and he was like, yeah, you're, you're kind of talking about these people like you know them, um, <laughs> and I like hearing about it, but, like, how you don't know them, so, <laughs> so maybe we should just, you know, you should just do your own thing, and so he sort of pushed me in that direction uh, he's like look you're spending a lot of time like you know <laughs> obsessing about these people <laughs> um, I love it so anyway yeah he pushed me to start our own thing and it's been really great it's been a learning experience for us and like I said it's just it's it's all for fun um but yeah but I mean like my god you guys should be so proud of what you've built yes how long have and, you guys guess, had this page um I think we've had it for I want to say like a few years now. Um, so I can't remember. I mean, I want to say we started in 2009. I don't know if that's right. I really don't know. 2018. Um, sort of at the time where it was, Instagram was big, but not like we got, we kind of got in at a time. I think you were saying like how we grew it organically. Um, just at that time, if we had started it even earlier, I think it would have been easier to grow. But we were lucky that we got in at a time where it was still semi-easy to grow organically. It's, it's kind of hard now. It's pretty oversaturated. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's so hard trying to like even manage our own account. It's like, mm-hmm. where are yeah. the people that like us? Like, <laughs> it's so, yeah, well, that, I mean, because Instagram doesn't show your photo and this algorithm mm-hmm. and it's, it's craziness. So it's sort of frustrating, but um, we're, we're proud, like you said, and we're happy with what we have and we'll just go with it and for as long as as long as it keeps going, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there was a lot of hard work behind it too, right? I mean, obviously, like, you guys have to have an eye for photography, which you do, and you're obviously traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Traveling, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, now with COVID, um, we're doing a lot less, and it's kind of nice actually for me to take a little break because it was, it's actually pretty easy to coincide photos with when you're going amazing, beautiful places. Yeah. Um, and the background just happens to be beautiful, and they can take a photo. So now it's like, I don't think our home life is as interesting. Um, so yeah, but it is, it's work. I mean, you definitely, have to you know you do your research on where you where what the places are and what kind of photos you want to get and you can only you can only plan so much because sometimes the weather's not cooperating or you know just whatever it is um so you get what you get and then and that's sort of what I think hopefully makes it authentic because that is our true experience and that's how we looked that day and that's you know where we were yeah. and, um, my my absolute favorite probably is the hills from the the sound of music when you guys uh, were there yeah. Was it Switzerland? Switzerland? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So beautiful. You just, yeah. Can't make that stuff up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking through the account now and I'm seeing just like so many stunning photos. Like I can't even choose a favorite. They're all just amazing. They are. And at the same time, you can tell that you're all having fun and it is organic. You can tell the girls are not, you know, they're they're definitely having fun doing all that. Yeah. We wouldn't, I think, take any photo we wouldn't put any makeup on our page I think that wouldn't that wasn't authentic I um I try really hard to you know to stay authentic and not sell out or you know yeah, like because it's true um, to your brand right yeah and I just I would make me embarrassed I think to put up something weird you know <laughs> that, that I, I wasn't really wanting to promote so right. like, cause I know people like you are like you know following and that's I just don't want it to be like what like why is Nicole promoting you know <laughs> weird essential oils stuff. It's not her at all. <laughs> there are people that do that though. No, that's cool. like, they maybe, do. Yeah. Maybe that is really authentic for their, you know, for who they yeah. are and they really do use them. But yeah, so we wouldn't do something like that. Um, I think it's, I will say what you see, the pictures are not, you know, 100% real life. I mean, it is Instagram. We, we kind of know what people want to see. And so I always say, you know, just like, just looking at our account is not, who we are. I mean, that's not, that's like 1% of what our life is. I mean, it is us, but of course we're not going to put up a photo that <laughs> doesn't well, look great. <laughs> do, your, do, your, do your girls even throw tantrums? I don't know if they do. Oh, <laughs> They're no. so well behaved. For photos? <laughs> no, because they know. Um, we try to, I mean, again, going back to like travel as a privilege and even our account as a privilege, everything that we get, um, we feel really fortunate, whether it's, you know, even if it's just free clothes and we let them know, you know, you're getting this and you're not, it's not for free, right? Because I don't want them growing up thinking like, oh, we got all these amazing things for free because people just love us so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, like it's work because there is a lot of work into it and it's the photos, you know, it's the preparation. Um, It's probably more for me than for them, but it it does, it's not like you, like it does take a while to to get that photo. (laughs) And then on my end, you know, editing it, 
um, prepping a caption, finding the hashtags, and then engaging. So it's it's a lot of work. Um, but as I said, it's still fun for us. I think. How many photos does it take to get that one perfect photo? It all depends. I mean, honestly, like, like I think I think we're getting better and better as time goes on where I can have in my mind the image that I want. And so sometimes it's like, first one, like, like, and they're like, oh, that was so fast. I'm like, okay, we're done. Um, but sometimes it's like, if I don't really, I think that's the easiest. When I have in my mind and I know exactly where I want to do it, how I want them positioned, so it looks natural. No, um, but then sometimes, honestly, it's like the ones that I don't even, um, haven't even planned on, just like where they're just having fun, joking around, like laughing and whatever in between. And then I snap, snap, snap. I'm like, oh, that's, that's the one. Like, it's just... So, but sometimes it does take a while, like I said, if, especially if it's like outdoors, if it's windy or this or that, and, and then they, they don't, they're not like, they, they do, um, comply, but it's not like they're always loving it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, um, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Last week we were taking editorial <laughs> style oh. photos with, um, <laughs> with Michael, who's, um, from the too long, didn't listen app. It was, I mean, it was terrible for us because like, like, where do we put our arms? How, yes. what, what is our face supposed to look like? Yeah. It was the worst. <laughs> Except Lisa. That, oh, I bet no, I like, totally, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely an exercise. And I, I see as like, if we did it all the time, we would be great at it. But yeah. it was our first time, so no, and it wasn't and it wasn't the smiling type of photos. It was like no, the was like, like the, the, the give me your RBF and it's like what? Yeah, which is like we no, are smilers. Oh no way! Oh, I thought it was more like candid, you know. Just like, no, no. Oh, I'm like we come like from a sorority this. background. We are taught yeah. to smile. Yeah, right. yeah. I learned. You know, I tried. not know how to catwalk. I tried like yeah, the catwalk. I'm just kidding. I already knew I couldn't catwalk. I don't know why he was telling me to do a catwalk. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> like a dog walk or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely noticed that I tried certain poses or certain expressions. I'm like, no, like like you said, like I'm a smiler, so that's just oh, how you know. But but your hair flip story yesterday was oh, amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes, I don't know if you guys see that. Oh, it was hilarious. She was like doing a series of photos of how she was trying to get the perfect hair flip out of water. In the water. <laughs> you know, she like amazing photos with like yeah, and like the water like droplets and so like oh yeah so we did that last like so I posted some stories um from our last anniversary trip to the Maldives where we attempted that um and it was let me tell you it was not as easy as it looks for sure and I had whiplash and we didn't yeah I was gonna say did your neck hurt well and yes because I have super long hair and then it's like, oh, to get it all wet or not all wet. And it just looked, it looked weird. Like some of it was dry, some of it wasn't. And then, and then my facial expression just like, like, it's like, so many of them I was like, because it's like the force to get How do you not like look like that? Like, I feel like I would look like I'm drowning, like I'm about to cough, you know? Oh my gosh. So anyway, we never got the shot. I never posted it on our account, but I had all those bloopers that I forgot to post. So yeah, I threw them up on stories yesterday. It still makes us laugh. It's okay. We'll get it one day or, you know, probably Ashley will do it and it'll look amazing. Right. Her first time. <laughs> She's like, I got it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley and Tessa, man, they're natural, natural. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about how Tessa's saucy on on oh, the last yeah. saucy woman. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love her YouTube channel. 
fake one. Don't forget to subscribe to my fake channel that doesn't exist. I was going to say, wait, does this? <laughs> doesn't have one. Uh, but I mean, speaking of our children, I think you really have afforded them such a wonderful opportunity. And honestly, I think with COVID happening and, and us reflecting back on now, it's like you take for granted what you can't do when you can't do it, right? Oh yeah. So it's just yeah. like now I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I, you know, traveled more before the kids came. I wish I took the kids more places and now we can't go anywhere. Um, yeah, so it's you, wonderful that Yeah, you guys... but you will eventually. And I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't feel that bad about it because we have, we're so fortunate we do have the time. Um, we're, we're young, you know, um, and we'll, we're gonna get back out there. So it's a great, you know, wake up, or I don't know if it's a wake up call, but just like a good, like you said, a good reminder that if there's something you wanna do, then you can prioritize and, and plan for it and make it happen um, when we're able to travel again. But really, like, I wouldn't worry about the kids because mine, like, I think me and John are the only ones that are like itching to, to travel again. They're like, that's mm, cool. I mean, they do really <laughs> enjoy it. Um, I, like, don't get me wrong. When we're doing it and when we're going on the trips, they love it. But it's not like they're saying all the time, now that we've been home for so long, like, oh, like, I wish we could go somewhere. And they're perfectly happy to be at home. Um, that's so. good. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, real, real quick, before we move on to like our favorite travel adventures, do you have any tips for people who are trying to build their Instagram account? Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, I think the main thing now is, like I said, because it's so oversaturated and there are so many accounts and Instagram is so big and so many people are trying to do it, um, which there's nothing wrong with. Um, the, the main thing, I, again, is just staying to stay authentic, and but then really find your niche, like, like whatever it is that your account is. like. Like, don't make it too general because then you'll find, you know, the followers that are really into whatever. Like, if you have some, like, if you're into, like, food, like, it wouldn't just be food. You know, just be like, oh, I'm into, like, avocado food. I don't know. Some, like, really specific, like, honestly, I mean, that's sort of the problem with our, not problem, but one of the things we run into where we would love to be a full-time travel family, a full-time travel account, you know, like how the Buckless family was, but we aren't. Um, you know, really we're at home most of the time, but our home life, as I said, isn't super interesting. So it's it's hard because we wanted to be a really travel focused, but um, but we're not, that's not us 100%. So then sometimes we reach out to brands and we're like, oh, well, you're not travel enough, you know? And, or if it's something like at home, if I reach out to something where I'm like, oh, like I want this for the house, like what do you think? They're like, oh, I want to use her to travel. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I think brands really like, and I think you can find the right followers too when it's very specific, if you can find people who are exactly like you are, which is not the easiest thing to do. But we found lots of families like ourselves and connected with a lot of families and couples that travel part-time. And so that's sort of our, you know, it's like, and have kids and do normal things at home. Um, so we've, you know, found that sort of niche and it's really been nice to connect with like-minded people and, um, and find that group. So. Yeah, that's another point, right? Like with engagement, it's, it's super important, right? I mean, I've never really actually taken the time to research the whole algorithm thing, but I mean, right. is that like another tip you would say, like engagement? I guess, I mean, of course, I mean, I guess the number of tip, of course, is Instagram's about photos for the most part. I mean, another trying to branch into like reels and videos and stories and other things, but for the most part, it's that photo. So like that photo, from what I've heard for the algorithm needs to really like capture your attention. And I think it's something, so I've heard is that the longer someone stays on your photo, it's like, oh, that's interesting. I want to keep looking at it. 
that is how they'll push it to like other people versus like if people just keep scrolling past like oh like whatever I'm not that interested in that photo so of course I mean I think Instagram is about photos that's how it started out as an app for photos and so the main thing still is um you know to make your photo as which I hate like Instagram you know like do Instagram which you know but I think that's what people that recognize that Instagram really is just about that one photo that looks amazing. And I think most people recognize that that's not real life. And, but that's sort of why you use the app because you want that inspiration. You want to see those beautiful places and, you know, um, so that would be another tip is obviously the photo um, itself. And then I don't know, hashtags and all that. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. Okay. Okay. Now, now to the good stuff. Yay. Tell us about your favorite family oh adventures, budget adventures, luxury adventures, and like, if there's anything poignant that you've learned or been surprised by, please enlighten us. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, we, as I said, we've been really fortunate to go to lots of um, amazing places. So I'm going to look my notes here. Um, so my personal favorite type of trip is like the tropical island. Um, I mean, even if it's just Hawaii, I love that. Um, but some of the more like exotic places we've been to with the kids were Bora Bora, Fiji, and the Cook Islands. And those were all, you know, amazing. And then that the anniversary trip that just John and I went on was the Maldives. And that was, you know, also Fantastic. Kids didn't get to come for that one. <laughs> no, they, they do not let us forget though. <laughs> Every time like photos come up on our Google photo stream, like, oh yeah, that was when you went to the Maldives, right? Um, so yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, to be honest, the Maldives and Bora Bora, I would say are really are up there for me as like our top um, things. For both of them, we, we like splurged and we stayed in those overwater huts. Love um, it. But so the kids have done that. Um, the Bora Bora is so much closer and so much easier to get to. So as far if you're thinking about going with your family, I would say that um, going to Tahiti um, from Polynesia is way easier to get to. It's like an eight-hour flight direct from LAX to um, to Tahiti, and there's an airline that we flew on, um, Air Tahiti Nui. They actually run some pretty good specials if you tra- if you if you can travel sort of off peak. Um, like when we went, I think it was. It was like November or December and um, weather was still fabulous, but it was, it was like off peak. And they, I think they still run this deal where it's kids fly free. I mean, the, the flights are expensive, but then at least wow. if you're traveling with kids, then you don't have to pay that portion of it. So at least you feel. That's a good tip. So yeah. So there's, uh, I mean, there's, there's ways that you can, fi- you know, you can find ways to save. We, we, we travel with a lot of our hotel points. Um, so we have a, I think it's like a Marriott, you know, I think it used to be SPG, but now it's Marriott. So we have that credit card and um, we found it to be really helpful. I know some people do uh, airline miles as well. We don't, we don't do that. Um, But I think anyway, I think it really does add up. So if you can find one program that fits you and just, you think you'd be surprised at what you can get. Cause we've, a lot of times we stay like at our, for our Maldives trip, uh, we sit at the W Maldives and we paid for that entirely with points. Um, Ooh, yeah. That's so, great. Yeah. Um, a lot of our trips we pay for just with points for the hotel, which is really nice because then it's like, okay, you know, we just paid for the flight and then, right. you know, food and local travel and stuff like that. So we kind of feel like you're saving that way. Um, but yeah, other favorites. I mean, we love 
like Paris is my personal favorite. So I was saying, I love like the tropical island type of trip. John loves to go on the type of trips where you're sightseeing a, a lot, like seeing the things. Um, and not necessarily like cities, but, but just definitely like seeing things, um, whether it's like this, you know, historical stuff yeah and or, or like landmarks, landmarks. or yeah. yeah just like the sightseeing um and like packing it all in so we try to compromise um if, if it's a longer trip then we'll do you know some of each and then if not we can alternate and um and uh iceland was Ooh, really beautiful so iceland cool. and new zealand are kind of up there with those really beautiful lands like there's so many beautiful landscapes and so many like diverse landscapes so we, those are two trips we really loved and we did those just kind of by road tripping like we rented a car and I think that's our favorite way to travel to be honest is like fly somewhere rent a car and then kind of do it your your own way um because then you can just kind of go at your own pace what driving in foreign countries like scares the shit out oh, of well I don't do the driving but <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Italy with Glenn in November for his work trip I like tagged along I was like, as soon as we got in the car, I was like, this guy would be totally screwed without me because he wouldn't be able to like navigate the map and then drive these roads where there's like all roundabouts and no, oh, yeah. no, no lights. Like he would have been so screwed. So I just, I, I really commend you for it. He is so lucky to have you. <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah, just in general. Not even just <laughs> Yeah, so that's sort of, and then, you know, like our most recent one too was Thai, Thailand was like just Woo! a favorite of ours as well. I'm so happy we went last December and um, it's funny because that one really sticks out in our mind um, when you're talking about kids and remembering things and that's come up to like just learning that like so many different like culture and the food and people and experiences and it really opens their eyes, I think. Just And they like telling the best? Oh, they love Thailand. I mean, what is not to love? So yeah, I mean, actually, to be honest, like literally just a couple hours ago, um, Ashley has a like a report or a, it's like a t it's called talk time for her class where she kind of does a presentation. And one of the topics was, you know, a favorite vacation of yours. So she, like she's picking Thailand. Aww. And we just went through like the photos that she's going to try to put into like a Google slide show, you know, or whatever. And so that was really fun to look back on all the photos. But it it's um they love to look at the photos i mean i think that's why we take so many but then just talking about our trips and like what we remembered and um nicole didn't you, i'm sorry I, no no go didn't you say that um that kelly did a report on an asian water monitor so that was yeah so that was actually too so like same thing like we went to thailand um we were just at some random park. Are you at the floating market? Was it some no, floating market? No, it was just in Bangkok. It was a park called Lumpini Park, which is another another funny story because it took us forever to find like a taxi like person to take us there. And they were like totally trying to rip us off, but like nobody knew where it was. I think we had like Googled it. And we're like, oh yeah, like Lumpini Park. And I'm like, Lumpini Park, Lumpini Park. Hmm. We finally found someone to take us. And um, what a was, yeah, I'm not sorry for that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know he knows. <laughs> there was, uh, we found we saw Asian water monitors. I don't know if you guys know, you know, those are, but they're these big no. lizards, almost like a Komodo dragon. They're like I think oh. the second, um, the second largest, like I don't even know, like lizard, like lizard, like you know, um, they're basically like a smaller Komodo dragon. <laughs> so we saw like a bunch of them, you know, in the wild, and actually just thought it was so cool. We we spent. Like we were like having to Google things about it for her. And then when we came home, like on her own, she wrote like a little report 
about them and like did the research. It was so cute. Um, <gasps> I love so, that. Then, well, has, I, like, I, when I read that, I just, I totally related to that because when I was at the floating market in Thailand, like near, near Bangkok, um, I, this is like, wasn't part of the tour, but I definitely saw an Asian water monitor and I fall into someone's hut and I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) someone's going to find an Asian water monitor in their hut. But, uh, I wonder if they're like the, I wonder if they're like the monitor lizards on Guam because they're really large, but I grew up calling them iguanas. So when I came out here people were like, that's an iguana. I'm like, no, that's not. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really a monitor lizard, (laughs) but yeah, they're huge. Huge and scary. And I think that, yeah, I think like they're actually like, um, I don't know, like pests in Thailand. Like, like people don't like them because they like, I don't know, but we were like, how how, how big are are they smaller than a crocodile alligator? Yeah, they're smaller than that. Oh, it's still quite big. I think they're pretty large. Yeah. Yeah. That is not in my head what I, Asian water monitor. I was thinking of a waterfall. I didn't think you were going to start oh, talking about a reptile. No, I, thought were, I thought it was like traffic control. <laughs> no, it's a monitor. <laughs> like, it's a monitor. <laughs> like, <laughs> no idea. Tell me more about this water monitor. Oh, gross. <laughs> traveling now you guys are all interested in this water yes. monitor all of, everyone who's listening is gonna look it up for I'll sure google it yeah something new so yeah so that's fun i mean obviously kids love animals so that's really like one of the things i think that's always a highlight for them on our trips is any type of animal experiences or animals in the wild or anything but it's all learning and it's all stuff that you just can't like you know like like you wouldn't learn at home and you wouldn't, you know, get that opportunity otherwise. So we, yeah. I, I do like that about travel for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to jump off with, you know, talking about Thailand because I mean, I am your proud Thai person, but I don't like, I love traveling there and I, I will go there again and again, but like one of my, uh, one of my most favorite memories about Thailand and I'll, I'll back up because Thailand is known as like the land of the smiles. And I would like to, I, I truly, I do believe this, that like there is like part of the culture is to be super friendly and nice and compassionate, which I can always appreciate. Um, except for more than, on more than one occasion, I've had just not great experiences with people at the airport, the airport mm-hmm. workers sometimes. I'm like, this is not the land of the smiles. Like you need, you're, you're doing it wrong. But anyways, like 99% of the people will, will do that. And I remember when I was there many moons ago for a full moon party, I stayed at a hotel and it was like, this hotel was like catering to the full moon party crowd, which is like a lot of Australians and Europeans, lots of like, lots of, you know, foreigners. Um, so I feel like the staff was very pleasantly surprised when I was like, hello, I am a Thai person. Like, so and I would like speak ah, and, order so food and they took like the best care of I mean they took care of all their all their guests but like especially for me and we became like fast friends and I'll always you know I'll never this place is called like Viman Simut on Pengan. and I remember before they left they were like Miss, uh, Miss Tiffany we will never forget you <laughs> thing anyone's ever said to me so you know um if you can go to thailand all of you please please do it you won't i mean there's something for everyone there and um and the food is so good and so cheap 
<laughs> All I want to do is sit on a Thai beach, eat spicy Thai food, and just sweat and be in a bikini and just like, ugh. There's, I can't wait. There's nothing. We're all, we're all going, by the way. We have we're to all, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully 2023, hopefully COVID will have calmed down a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, tying it back to our, our kind of thesis and like the, the importance of traveling and um, opening up your mind if you can. Uh, one of my most favorite memories of traveling was when I went to Costa Rica for our anniversary trip with Isa and Jake and of course my husband Glenn and I remember just being so surprised when we you know got in our car and we were driving around at how clean, clean. the country was oh my gosh so much respect for your country and um, I just think that's something that other countries should mimic. <laughs> Take that. Copy, copy Costa Rica. Clean right. It's it's like in their culture to be, yeah. you know, environmentally conscious. Yeah. Caring for their land and their animals. Um, they have that, they have that uh, territory of the lost dogs or for the stray dogs where it's just like land. For oh, really? Dogs, and everyone's Ooh. so happy. And in all the Instagram things that I've seen, everyone's running and their hair is flowing through the wind and everyone's happy and, and um, Oh, speaking of dogs. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, I someone know. wants to go. <laughs> Not as a stray. <laughs> no, 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 no. He wants to go say hi to all the doggy friends. So uh, that's definitely something that I could appreciate from my trip to Costa Rica with Issa and Jake. That's so good. Hopefully we'll take many more, you know, couples trips around the world yes. to learn more. Yeah. See what has else beach, like has Beach mom. Seeker fam been to Costa Rica? We have. Yeah. yeah. We went for um, one of my friends got married there. So oh, we wow. Whole, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was great. I mean, I would love to go back. There was I, mean, I don't think we saw you know enough. We only stayed for probably like five days, um, and then some of it was for the wedding. But but we saw we loved. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. I'll put it on my bucket list. My growing bucket list. What do they yeah. say? Pura vida. <laughs> Pura vida. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I'll take us to the uh, to the Asian Pacific, and I guess like for me, just because of all the nostalgia associated with it, like my favorite destination is Hong Kong. Just having visited so many times as a children, a child, not as a children, as, as a, a child, child. <laughs> a children. But you know, every every if not every year or every other year, we used to go as kids, ride the trolleys, and 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 just walk around and have great food. Um, unfortunately, the political climate has changed very much since then, so I don't really know when the next time I'll visit is, but, but I love Hong Kong and everything that it is. Um, and then I think just, you know, post-childhood, having been married, I would say one of my favorite trips is, um, I've been twice. Once I studied abroad in Italy, and that was a fantastic experience. I think it was just like a, a good eye-opening food experience for me because it's not something that I ate a lot of when I was a kid. And then you just have cacio e pepe, you have carbonara, <laughs> you have like, <laughs> and then it's just the long meals with the wine and everything and the, the walks and the strolls. It was a, it was an opening, eye-opening lifestyle um, experience. But Dave, um, had actually never been to Europe, although oh, yeah. although he lived on the East Coast, he had never been to Europe. So I think it was like in 2013, 
we went with another couple and got to experience Italy together. So the first time I went, which was in college, I had thrown my coin into the Trevi fountain and then um, I found my way back. So I loved it. <laughs> and I was a classical civilizations major. So Italy has a, has a great place in my heart. <laughs> I did that as well. I threw my coin into the Trevi fountain on our honeymoon and we went back with the kids um, yeah. recently. Aww. So it works. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I to go back as a non-pregnant person. Oh, yes. You, you and I have that in common. Yeah. So I took T, so I did Tilo's 2013 itinerary and then booked the trip to Italy and then found out I was pregnant the very next day. Oh, uh, okay. We were going to go to like the Tuscan Hills and go wine tasting. So Chuk, you and I have to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like do over. Yeah. Over. I mean, it was still a lot of fun, like just eating all the excellent foods and having like one glass of wine, maybe three. But it was so <laughs> delicious. And Florence was just like so breathtaking, even in the, like the dead of winter. It was just, it was such a beautiful place. You just yeah. like feel the history, right? It's just yeah. like, oh yeah. In the walls. Yeah. The fountains. Yeah. yeah. Even the floor, the cobblestone floors. I think I'm but the like, only see, one that haven't, hasn't been to Italy. Oh no. Europe, but not Italy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, like what you were saying about like the long meals and like, I think they don't bring you your receipt. Like you have to ask, like your bill, like you have to ask for it, right? Like I, I remember that was one thing Keep that like struck, struck me. <laughs> no, but like that was just learning too, right? Like, yeah. like Americans are so, you know, like go, 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 go. And so it's just, it's nice to, to take certain things the from different cultures. Yeah. And, yeah. Like the siesta, the, the middle oh, of the gosh, day siesta. Yeah. That's the best thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. why are we working so hard here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, why are we working so hard here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, t what was your favorite trip? So I would say my top two would probably be that one time um, we went two years ago to Italy. And then the second one was probably going to Shanghai for the 2008 World Expo mm -hmm. um, and so it was really fun we went to Beijing Shanghai and Hong Kong and I think highlights were definitely in Beijing because Rose and Tom were there and it was my first time actually going to a place with locals like my age uh, like my friends from back home so they knew exactly what I liked we went to karaoke the night before we went to the Great Wall and we got like shit face until like three in the morning. Bottles are just so cheap. I went to the Great Wall through there. It was a wonderful experience. And your vomit is at the Great Wall? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't feel good. Bleh. Okay, now we can see everything. <laughs> but it was beautiful and it was just, it, it was amazing beyond measure. It's kind of like, my, I'm so excited for you to see Machu Picchu, Nicole. It was the same thing. You see yeah. everywhere, but nothing compares to the actual experience of when you're actually there. Um, so that was probably one of my favorite trips of all time. I love that. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, um, I have to kind of mimic Tilo too, is um, going back to Guam is always amazing. And we try to do that every three. We were supposed to go yeah. in March, um, about three, two to three years. Um, so it's this beautiful island that I call home that I lived, I lived there till I was 15. So going back is always, um, you know, amazing. And we do the same things every time we go back. We do all the touristy things too. Um, you know, it doesn't hurt to lay on the beach every single day. Um, but you know, that will always have a special place in my heart. And I would say if you do have the time to trek over there, if you're by the Philippines, um, I'm adding you know, 
make a stop. Um, it's where America's day begins. <laughs> that is the slogan. Um, and it's just, you know, friendly people. It's, it's just like Chuk said about Thailand, you know, um, everybody's super friendly and welcoming and it's, it's definitely a part of our culture. Um, but, um, outside of Guam, um, one of my favorite trips was something that Jake and I did recently and right before I got prego. So, um, we went to Spain and we went to Barcelona and we went to Mallorca. And I think something that I truly loved, I mean, I think I could live there. Like I'm seriously going to contemplate moving there if Trump is another presidency. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but Mallorca was so beautiful. Um, we went through, we drove and, and like Nicole said, renting a car, driving yourself, kind of going off that beaten path was amazing. You know, getting locals to recommend little restaurants to stop at. That's always, you know, the way that we, we try to go. Um, but driving in our little mini Cooper through the, um, Tramuntana mountains, I, Bet you I butchered that name, but the <laughs> UNESCO site. So it was just amazing. I was trying to like skirt, skirt through all the mountains. I drove for part of the way and I was like having no. the best time in my little mini Cooper. But I mean, that was, that was so much fun. The beaches there in the Mediterranean, amazing. And, and just the lifestyle. So even in Barcelona, even though if you're, you're in a big city, there's just like, like you said, an appreciation to slow down which you don't really find in LA, I would say, and, and really in America as well. You can definitely appreciate personal time there, you know, in life. And, and I think that's something that's definitely a takeaway. So those are my two highlights so far. And I hope to have many more in the future. I love Costa Rica. Love, I love every place I go to. That's why I'm so, um, I hope to mimic Nicole, you know, your, travel and taking sauna she loves planes like we live near an airport so every time she sees planes she's like she makes a little (laughs) noise um but yeah i can't wait to get her on a plane i'm sure she's gonna love it um we already have planned her second birthday which hopefully you can all attend will be um pan am themed (gasps) themed, because she loves planes so um yeah i hope to follow in your footsteps with, um, you know, introducing her to lots of cultures. Again, it is a privilege um, so that she also has, you know, that empathy towards different cultures, you know, knowledge, like you said, even of animals, biology in different places. I mean, there's so many things to take in. So hopefully we can give that to her as well. Well, this was such a nice episode, especially during this time to relive all those great trips we took when we could travel. Oh, hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, thank you, Nicole, for oh, it was so much fun. your adventures and all your Instagram influencer tips. Uh, I look forward to one day TikTok's getting a sponsor from Pocky as well. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Pocky is your favorite sponsorship of ours. <laughs> very, very authentic. Yeah, seriously, I have some in my house now. My mom just gave me a whole box yesterday. I think Costco's having a sale. And for all of our listeners, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, Email us or send us a DM at our TikToks IG. Our Gmail is tittalks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories and any 
any uh, lessons or surprises you uh, you learned about when you took some adventures. So um, I guess that's it, and we will be speaking with you soon. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. We'd like to give credit to our husbands without their support on this project. Um, it would not be possible. On top of that, we'd like to thank our technical crew, um, music production by Baby Daddy Beats, and graphic design curated by Kano Imamura. And also, I'd love to thank all of you guys, co-executive producers, all four of us. You know, this is our baby, so thank you guys.